family is you know my biggest accomplishment perfect 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 yes and i agree that is your biggest achievement by far although you don't know my you don't know my kids they're a little bit Welcome to Revelations, the place where we speak truth to power. I'm Cole Johnson, and I'm so glad you're able to join me. How should I introduce my next guest? Well, I would do it this way. He has a very list of varied list of entertainment and business credits. I mean, it's insane. You name it, he's done it. Acting, singing, instrumental playing, voiceover work, being a radio personality, a writer. Oh. Did I even mention that he has entrepreneurial interests too uh, in alcohol, food, games, and toys as well? well? Well, if I didn't, I apologize. Ladies and gentlemen, author, radio host and producer, actor, singer, musician, and wrestler, Brimstone. And this is his revelation. <music> How you doing, brother? Welcome to Revelations. Finally, finally, Brimstone has made it to Revelations, hanging out with Cole. It's going to be an unbelievable time. I've been looking forward to seeing your smiling face and making some some conversation happen. And uh, here we are. So here we are. Where, what, what are we doing? What are we doing today? <laughs> well, we're celebrating you, sir. Me? That's what we're doing. Yes, you. <laughs> I, I think we should celebrate you. You're more important. I think oh, it would be a lot more fun. Thank you. Thank you. But... Uh, uh, I, 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 as much as my <laughs> ego would like that, I think it wouldn't work quite so well. But, uh, uh, well, as you can see, this this is a wonderful personality, and I've actually grown to like him in the very short time I've actually gotten to know him. Oh, you're too sweet. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and you see this, you see this engaging personality. Well, we're going to even open it even further with our sh- uh, segment opener called "Open the Way." Now, with Open the Way, conversation starts when vulnerability enters the room. And obviously, I don't think we'll have an issue with vulnerability here. But all of the things I've mentioned, you know, voiceover, acting, acting, author, musician, all of those things strike me as either you grew up in L.A. or New York. But seeing how you are, I would lean more toward the East Coast. So uh, how was your upbringing in the New York area, or am I wrong in in alluding to you growing up in New York? No, I'm New York. I'm Long Island. Uh, what do you okay. call it? it it's, uh, 
you know, I, I had the the best and worst of both worlds. What do you call it? My, um, my mother uh, and my father had gotten divorced uh, when I was very young. You know, my mother had lived in, uh, you know, Uniondale with myself. Uniondale is, um, what do you call it, a predominantly black area. I was one of the only right. white kids there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I grew up with people like Buster Rhymes and leaders of the new school and, and cats like that. We all came from the same area. And um, right. what do you call it, around the same time. So mm-hmm. uh, what do you call it, you know, uh, while my mom and I were there, my my father was in um, Dix Hills, which is a very rich area. So it was like, it, you know, it was, I had a very weird upbringing because, you know, I did have the best and worst of both worlds in terms of, you know, finance, uh, fa- financing, you know what I mean? My yeah. uh, financially rather my my mother, you know, was was kind of you know, trying to make things work. And my father, you know, wound up hitting a good drive and started doing really, really well for himself. And, um, you know, the fact of the matter is, is I learned, you know, how to, you know, how important working hard was, how important making money was, how important saving money was, how important mm-hmm. being good to people was, um, you know, yeah. and, you know, I got all that good stuff from my mother and then I got all the good stuff from my father, you know, I got mm-hmm. the drive, I got the relationship building, I got, you know what I mean? So there were different things I got from both. But, um, you know, for me, you know, I wouldn't have had it any other way. Um, you know, it was, uh, it was a great, great, um, great upbringing. My mom was fantastic and, and I love my dad and matter of fact, I'm going to see him next week. So, uh, you know, at the end of the day, you know, I, I'm, I'm happy, man. Um, would I, would I have liked to have, um, had a little bit more, um, you know, money growing up? Sure. But at the end of the day, you don't respect what you have after you earn it. You know what I mean? Coming from a background like I had. Yeah. Yeah. I could totally understand that. Uh, yeah. Well, the hip hopper in me, uh, when you mentioned Long Island, that would, you actually mentioned names that I was throwing in my head. I was like, Long Island. Okay. Airbnb Rakim, Public mm-hmm. Enemy, Lisa New School. E-P-M-G. And then you mentioned Eleanor West. Oh, yeah. oh, so I'm like, okay. Wow. All right. Yeah. I just spoke with Dinko literally yesterday. Literally, oh, wow. he, he messaged me to, to to congratulate me. I just won. Um, I didn't win. I just uh, was was um, put out there for forty over forty uh, for podcast magazine. Um, what do you call it? Uh, which which was great. Uh, one of the biggest influencers in podcasting. So that was that was a beautiful thing. And uh, but I just spoke with Dinko. Um, you know, it's we we try to chat as often as possible, but you know, schedules are just absolutely ridiculous. Uh, but you know, you keep it real, Dinko, C Brown. Um, mm-hmm. you know, C Brown and I, we lived literally behind each other. Um, you know, so what do you call it? And him and his sisters, his sisters were the original black double mint twins, uh, mm-hmm. who I'm still very close with to this day. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, the wow. Uniondale family sticks together and, mm-hmm. um, you know, a lot of talent came out of that little area, you know, yeah. um, LL, uh, mm-hmm. LL's cousin lived right down the block. So I used to see LL all the time uh, right. across the way from me, um, uh, was my friend, uh, Shoba, who's, uh cousin uh was in houdini so he used to be there all the time i used to um uh, be at the friendlies which was i used to work at the friendlies which was um pretty much about the three four blocks from my house Mm -hmm. and um it was an iconic friendlies and the reason for that is because every major hip-hop star from the east coast would always be there because it's right in uniondale right in between and and near hempstead and roosevelt and freeport and so forth right everybody would congregate over in that one friendlies. So, um, you know, for years, you know, 
people like Salt and Peppa and and like I said, L.O.N.S., which I knew, and uh, Houdini and L.L. and what do you call it? Um, uh, you know, EPMD and mm-hmm. you know, Black Sheep and you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. all these cats used to come in and uh, Public Enemy all the time. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's funny because about oh lord, maybe about six years ago, seven years ago at this point, um, I was in L.A. signing for kamikaze uh which was when stan was alive stanley um Mm -hmm. it was the show that stan was a part of um and stan was a good friend of mine and stan would um call me up every year so brimstone do you think (laughs) you could come out and do something for uh you know for the kamikaze and hang out with old stan yeah of course whatever you need stan so um what he called so i'd go out and i'd sign out there and um i wound up going with don't mind me i just gotta fix my ears here uh what do you call it? i went out um after after the event uh with my buddy dmc you know from run dmc right. and uh you know a couple other people and uh, we went out to hang out uh backstage at black eyed peas because they mm. were in town and uh taboo is is fantastic and uh taboo mm. and d and i were all sitting around and everybody was like hanging out and um what do you call it as we're sitting and having the conversation um what do you call which again being a fly on the wall of that kind of a conversation is just insane but um what do you call it well that was going on uh apparently flave was there and he was walking mm-hmm. off stage and i haven't seen flave since i was little but i kind of have the same face mm-hmm. and he gets off and he looks at me and he's th- <laughs> he's like and i was like yeah you know me i was like i was like and he's looking at me he goes why i know you and i know the face and i'm like Uniondale, New York, friendlies on Jerusalem Avenue. He goes, oh, oh my God, and a huge <laughs> hug and pounds and what do you call it? Uh, you know, and just and you know, we caught up and he's like, I heard you wound up wrestling and blah blah blah. And blah. yeah, I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah, that's me, man. So what do you call it? Uh, we reconnected then, which was awesome. Um, you know, and he's in and out. I, you know, again, we all have such crazy variant schedules that right, you know, don't necessarily get to see people all the time, mm-hmm. but you know. They're always up here and in here. So, you know, but it was great to reconnect. Wow. That is wonderful. (laughs) Such a, such a rich childhood and (laughs) wow. Rich adolescent life and probably rich young adulthood life just from that alone. Wow. Okay. Experiences to me are more worth more than money. Um, You know, accomplishments Mm -hmm. to me are worth more than money. Um, I absolutely, you know, am, am proud of, of where I came from. I still represent Uniondale to this day. Um, you know, and, uh, at the end of the, uh, 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 until the end of time, you know, that's, that's where he came from. You don't change your past. You can't change right. your past. All you can do is be proud of what you did and where you came from. Um, you know, some people like to hide the things they've, they've done or that, that, you know, where they've come from and they're ashamed of things. It's like, no, that's what helped to create you. That's what made you who you are. You know what I mean? That's what makes you original, you know? So, uh, you know, to this day, I'll always represent Uniondale and uh, always resent, uh, represent uh, Long Island, New York. That's it is it is what it is. Strong Island, you know. Brimstone when we come back. I want to 
to do a TED talk, but I don't have anything to talk about yet. I'm getting there. Life is for the living. We're not here that long. You can learn anything you want to learn without any money spent. What do I really enjoy? What do I really want out of life? I am your host, W-I-Z-E. Are you in a life-holding pattern? Well, this is for you. Welcome to the Stuck In My Mind podcast. There's a 100% chance of a laugh thunderstorm. Four men with different viewpoints take a movie, show, or documentary and review it uncensored, unfiltered, uncompromised, with no holds barred. Join BS3, Wilkes, King Doc, and HRAP B as they take on Hollywood their own way. BS3 Network proudly presents The Forecast, where HRAP B always predicts If I owe you something, I ain't got it. And if you need it, get it from God. Live every Monday at 8.30 p.m. Central. Check your local listings for your viewing and listening pleasure. Uh, Let's see. Actor, voice actor... Uh, musician, um, serial entrepreneur, and all sorts of other things. Brimstone joins me here on Revelations. He's definitely opened the way. And we're going to debut a new segment because this guy is so special of a, of a talent that we have to introduce something different. So I think it's time we go up in Ascension. <music> Now, at Ascension, we rise with the time. So you, sir, were an actor at an early age. So when did you first become an actor, and did you like being uh, a child actor? So um, what do you call it? (laughs) I I started probably, I I had to have been five or six. Uh, What's funny, and I'll share it with you. So here, you can see on my... um, got to be be careful with what i show but you know if you mm-hmm. see my sag after card here shows since 1980 um Man. you know so i've i've been i've been in the industry for quite some time mm-hmm. um what do you call it i started like you know uh, i was born in 74 so mm-hmm. you know i was i was young when when yeah. i started so 1980 you know mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> I, I, I is when i started my career i was about 6 Mm-hmm. And um, what do you call it? At the end of the day, I started Sesame Street. I started on Romper Room. And, uh, you know, my mom was thinking, you know, well, he's cute. You know, let's uh, <laughs> let's let's put him on uh, on TV and try to get him into things. And it's funny because, um, well, it's not funny. My, my mother passed away a few years ago. And um, what do you call it? Uh, what is funny is that while going through all the stuff uh, in the house, we found a whole bunch of, of my old uh, paperwork for, you know, uh, obviously for, for acting and so forth. And, and what's crazy is I had more agents then than I have now. Um, <laughs> I was represented pretty well. And, um, you know, so I, I, like I said, did Sesame street, did romper room. Then I, I did a whole bunch of 
uh, auditions. I remember just very few things. I remember auditioning for, um, uh, what do you call it? Rice Krispies for a one steak sauce. I did a few things. I don't remember everything. Um, uh, <laughs> but at the end of the day, you know, I was a kid and, uh, that's where it started. And, and, you know, it was, it was great from what I remember. I was a little, I was a little freaked out because, you know, on the set of Sesame street, mm-hmm. um, you know, there were, there were things that, you, you know, as a kid, you just, you don't understand. And, um, what do you call it? They, there was one point, um, where big bird who's Carol Spinney, uh, who I reconnected with well later in life. Um, so he, he, he walks over and he, we were off screen and, and it was the end of the episode and my mom and I were standing there and, um, you know, he comes over and he starts talking and, you know, to my mother and um, then two guys come over and they pull the top half of Big Bird off of, you know, <laughs> off the off his body. And, and now there's a man on the inside of Big Bird. I'm going, oh, my God, they just killed Big Bird. <laughs> I say, what, what's going on? There's a man inside of him. What's going on? And then as they're carrying off the head, I turn around and I see Snuffleupagus in the rafters. I go, oh, my God, they killed Snuffy. Like, what? Like, oh, man. Yeah, so I was freaking out as a kid. Yes, you don't know. You don't understand. Right. Um, what do you call it? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. It, it was it was it was a, a really interesting time. Um, you know, it was a really interesting time in my life. And, uh, you know, my mother and my father, since they'd been, been split, you know, if you've ever been, or, you know, people that are coming from a divorced home, mm-hmm. sometimes there's back and forth and tugging a pull of a uh, tug of war on, on the kids. So, right. you know, there were days that my father wanted to see me. So my mother couldn't bring me into, you know, the city for auditions and blah, blah, blah. And there was, fun. so my, my, my child, uh, my, my child acting kind of was cut short uh where it could have probably been a lot bigger um you know than it was and um it is what it is though you know time goes by and uh, i found uh my love of comic books and um what do you call it and then i found uh so i found my love of comic books and i i wanted to draw uh mm-hmm. again everything came full circle you know when i i met stan lee i used to read all his books Mm-hmm. So, you know, and then I became Stan's, you know, friend and, and the celebrity spokesperson for his foundation. I mean, that was mind blowing. Now I didn't draw my comics, but that came full circle also. And mm-hmm. I wound up, you know, uh, with my own comic book series and, and, uh, helped to, to build the universe and what do you call it? Uh, create the characters and write the book. Mm-hmm. And, um, along with, with, uh, another writer and a friend of mine, Marcello Carnavale. And, um, you know, it, it was that was my first love but then my first true love mm-hmm. um outside of little ladies uh but my first true love <laughs> um came in the form of music and uh yes. i'm you know like again i, I have a hip hop background my first my first cassette was the fat boys you know what i mean which is mm-hmm. really really funny because i just had apache ramos from uh, the warriors mm-hmm. uh on my on the grindhouse radio and uh mm-hmm. I didn't realize this, but apparently he was the Fat Boys tour manager way back when, oh. which I had no idea he was a part of that whole situation. And I uh, didn't either. Okay, fantastic story. Uh, and trust me, he has no problem telling it. He goes on forever. <laughs> um, and you know, I think I talk a lot. Apache, he goes on forever. So, uh, but anyway, he he, you know, I I had um the Fat Boys. Um, what do you call? It? I had Run DMC. I had, you know, what I mean. I had all hip-hop before any rock ever 
came into the picture. Yeah. So I really loved, you know, like, you know, the, the hip hop beats and, and so forth. And when I was in school, I was in elementary first, you know, they give you the, the, the little, what do they call that thing? Again? The recorders, the recorders. Oh my mm-hmm. God. Uh, you know, the, 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 somebody needs to, to get shot. Whoever <laughs> came up with those things. I have three kids. Um, and, and I went through it with all three of them. Um, but you know, then oh, they no. gave me the opportunity um, they give me the opportunity, uh, you know, uh, to, to, uh, well, I'm sorry. Then it went to violin and it's somebody mm-hmm. and the people that can play violin are fantastic. But, oh, yes. You know what I'm saying? Um, mm-hmm. I wasn't for me. Um, do I look like a violin kind of guy to you? Um, <laughs> and, and, and I could be, but anyway, but, um, so then, uh, they, they, uh, outside of orchestra, then they allowed us to do band and, ah. um, what do you call it? And then band. Um, what do you call it was, was they get this, well, what would you like to do? And there was drums and I go, mm-hmm. I want to do that. And, um, and the rest was history. Um, I wound up playing and, uh, what do you call it? And, and it was fantastic. I became a drummer. Um, and I drummed all through, you know, college and went to school for music and out of college and, uh, toured with music and, and loved, 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 loved music tremendously it was it was really you know i fell in love with it and the 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 cool thing is is what do you call it um where i what i believe made me unique at the time because now everybody kind of does it but back when people didn't merge rap and uh you know and hip-hop with uh with heavy metal and rock you know what i'm saying right and uh you know i was in some heavy bands because I went, I was put into a, um, right when I was supposed to be going into middle school, my mother put me into a, um, a private school mm-hmm. and, uh, the private. So I went from being the, like one of the only white kids in, in the school <laughs> to being, you know, to being in an all white, you know, school where most of them were rich and all of them were Jewish. So mm-hmm. I was the, I was the kid that used to be in, in class, Unidale, having to tell everybody and teach them about Hanukkah and Purim and all that other stuff. So mm-hmm. now I'm just like, it was so, it was super culture shock. But anyway, mm-hmm. I wound up playing rock and then metal, but I would throw a hip hop beat behind all the rock music. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So, yeah. you know, I might throw in like a, you know, like a steady, a steady groove. And then all of a sudden I throw it back and like, that you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just yeah. like throw some, some hip hop in there because, you know, that's what I loved. I always loved that. And even today, I mean, I've got two tracks that I'm working on with some friends. Uh, one with my friend Law uh, from Amy Winehouse band when she was still alive. Mm-hmm. And uh, what do you call it? Another one with a couple of friends I can't tell you about. And right. um, what do you call it? But, you know, I'm rapping on them. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm, mm. I'm spitting, you know, so nice. hopefully, hopefully they'll work out well and I won't look like too much of a white boy. But, you know, at the end of the day, <laughs> Eminem did okay. I'm just yeah. messing around. But, um, you know, it's for me, for me, you know, it was, uh, you know, hip hop was life. And, um, you know, it still isn't. It's funny because people, when they they see me, they automatically assume that I'm just a metal guy. And it's like, mm-hmm. ah, you know, and I like metal. I love it. I love, you know, heavy stuff and all that. But mm-hmm. I but, you know, it's all hip hop, man. When I'm driving in the car, for the most part, you know, mm-hmm. I'm grooving to, you know, anything that that has a, a, a hip hop beat. You know what I mean? Whether it's old school, new school. 
um you know i'll throw in some onyx i'll you know what i mean like i'll throw Mm -hmm. in any of the boys from from the east coast then i go out to the west coast with snoop and and dre and you know what i'm saying like Mm -hmm. you know you know get get a little crazy with bizarre you know what i mean like yeah i'm i love i love the style and i love everything about it um but yeah, so music was my first love. I know I got off track, but you know it's been a day. No, well, I understand. <laughs> one, I understand, and two, I, I figured that music would be your first love, considering when you talked about it in open way, uh, you being surrounded by so many hip hop artists is like, ah, okay, so music must be his first love. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I do love the fact that you also say, well, yeah, I do look like a guy who probably listens to metal, and I love it. But hip hop really is my thing, and I'm similar. I mean, it's you know, I, you know, I, I love listening to hip hop, but I do have an ear toward metal. And when I and whenever I am around mixed company, and I, and I, I, I will probably sing a metal song. I have jaws drop, so I totally understand what you mean. <laughs> totally, it happens more often than you'd think. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of well, law, law. You know, um, what do you call it? Uh, he is he is a an amazing musician but um like i said he's from amy winehouse band and uh what do you call it you know he came up with like p-funk and and played with them and george clinton's like his godfather and all that type of stuff but Mm -hmm. he loves rock and metal man and and it's funny because he'll sit and give you the history and everything Mm -hmm. he's a black guy he's a black guy Mm -hmm. you know what i mean but so you know for me i see no color so i don't care you know what I mean? If you're white, yeah. black, you know, Latino, you know, mm-hmm. Asian, doesn't make a difference to me. Yeah. Um, you know, it's you can, and and music is that that language that you can vibe no matter who right. you are, where you're from. You know, so you know, people need to stop seeing color. People need to stop seeing race and just see people. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And uh, you know, it's just it is what it is. Oh, why? Because you're black. You can't, you can't like rock music and I'm white. So I can't like hip hop. You know, what's really funny is that, that the world right now is probably more white kids listening to hip hop than there are black kids listening to hip hop. -hop. You're right. You're right. You're probably right about that. Brimstone. This is Revelations. That's why we here on this platform. Marriage. A loving splendor. A daily grind. Such is the case when Damien and Jamie get together and chop it up. For marriage is real. Just, let's just lay it all out here. Let's just be real with it. Join this wonderful couple who keeps it real and always in love. BS3 Network proudly presents Marriage is Real Where love is the only thing That matters Live Every Tuesday at 8.30 Central Oh and Jamie has something to say Discouragement Sorrow Distance. Your arguments cause damage to your family. The hurt leads to divorce. You feel like there is nowhere else to turn. 
but there is hope for you. That's where we come into play. There is an overcomer that lives inside of you. One ready to take on the world as you leap for joy, living in victory. You'll grow to love yourself and others. There's life after divorce, and you can claim it today. Get over divorce, where your new story begins here every Thursday on YouTube and Spreaker. Well, former wrestler, author, uh, entrepreneur, radio personality, actor, and voice actor, amongst other things. Brimstone joins me here on Revelations. Uh, he's opened the way. We have taken the flight into new heights with Ascension. I think now it is time for us to get behind the purpose. Now, we're behind a purpose. This is the reason why we function the way we do. And obviously, he has mentioned some of those things, being a wrestler and being a musician. Uh, those are two of those facets. But uh, you also are in the radio game. So why, how, and why did you create the Grindhouse Radio? So my whole career, everything is more or less next, next natural progression. I believe in, in the next natural progression of, of everything I do. So, you know, with, with, um, you know, uh, the, the pro wrestling, uh, the, the next natural progression was, you know, what, what are, what are, uh, superheroes, I, what are, um, wrestlers to superheroes, mm -hmm. uh, you know, they're larger than life characters. So why not take that superhero and take them out of the ring and make the comic book? From the right. comic book, what do you call it? The Brimstone and the Border Islands comic. What's the next natural progression? Well, animation and kids' books and toys and X, Y, and Z. You see what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. the next natural progression was that. Then when I started going on the road to promote uh, the comics and, and the kids' books and all that, um, you know, the the you know, I started touring again and I wanted to see rather than touring and not seeing anything again. Um, like I did earlier in my life with, with the wrestling and with the, the music, mm -hmm. um, you know, I wanted to start seeing the cities that I was going to. So, you know, we started doing, um, a show called food hound tidbits while I was on tour. So mm -hmm. food hounds, you know, allowed me to get out there and see lots of things. So now the next natural progression for food hounds was what do you call it? Um, sauces and seasonings and, and so forth and coffee line. And you see what I mean? Now mm -hmm. all that stuff also wound up going into the comic book. Trust me, I'm getting to your, your question. Mm -hmm. Uh, what do you call it? So all that stuff wound up being in the comic and everything that, that you can buy in real life is also in the comic and, and vice versa. So this way it's all kind of next natural progression type of stuff. Now with all of that said, and me being away and on the road quite often, um, you know, I missed a lot of my kids growing up and being right. away from my wife is never fun. Um, right. I never sleep well. I never do well when I'm away from home for, for, uh, more than a couple of days. I'm just, you know, it's not comfortable for me because I've been with my wife for 20 years. So right. that being said, um, you know, I had always loved to, 
Um, I love to talk. I've always had a, an interest in radio, just like I have interest in TV and film and all that other stuff. And I'm the mm-hmm. kind of guy that if I want to do something, I'm going to do it, you know, right. and uh, I will do the best I can to make it into a success. That being said, um, you know, I had been interviewed hundreds of times mm-hmm. on all the local, you know, networks. And we're talking about every single one. of They all know me. They all know me well. And um, I figured, you know what? I'd like to spend more time at home, Um, you know, and I came up with this idea, you know, I know a lot of people I can talk. I, you know, I know, I know, you know, um, uh, how to get people on air that, that, you know, nobody else is going to get because of my, my friendships with them. I said, I can pitch a really cool show Mm -hmm. to all these networks and we'll see what happens. So, you know, maybe that'll keep me home, you know? Right. And, uh, you know, maybe I can tour a little less. So mm-hmm. I wound up going. I reached out to everybody I knew. Crickets. Crickets. Go. Oh, no. Crickets. All I got was crickets. Oh, I was like, okay, fair enough. So whenever, whenever I'm told no or doors closed, that makes me take two steps back and then I take 10 steps forward. Um, and I, and I, I will never take no for an answer. So if you're not going to do it for me, you're not going to work with me, I'll just do it myself and I'm going to do it better. So that being said, um, I had the idea of the Grindhouse Radio. Why the Grindhouse Radio? Because I'm always working, always on the grind, always making mm-hmm. things happen. Uh, <clears throat> Grindhouse also has to do a little bit with horror, even though this is not a horror show whatsoever. Right. Um, what do you call it? The Brimstone character has a history in that genre. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you call it? I also did horror modeling. Remember, I said everything fits into each other. Now, mm-hmm. what do you call it? Um uh, you know, I, I, so I, so I started to, um, oh, and also one of my seasonings is the grindhouse mm-hmm. seasoning. So, mm-hmm. so like I said, everything <laughs> was tied together. Uh, right. So that being said, you know, the grindhouse seasonings and the comics and everything worked together. So, um, the grindhouse radio was the idea. I bought the IP I made sure that, uh, I had all the stuff that was needed to, to, to do it. And, um, you know, like I said, that was the first womp womp and, uh, didn't mm-hmm. get that. And, um, you know, then I had conversations with a couple of people and some internet radio people. And when I say some, the, some people are really shady and you know, to steer clear, mm-hmm. some people are really shady. You need to steer clear. So I mm-hmm. steer clear and, um, what do you call it? I wound up saying, okay, I'm just going to put this on the shelf for right now. Because mm-hmm. sometimes even though you have a really big love for something, even though you want to put everything you have into, into the things that you want to see, uh, you know, happen in this world, mm-hmm. it might not be the right time. You know what I mean? It might yeah. not be today, not might, might not be tomorrow, but another mm-hmm. year from now, it's the right time. Right. Um, you know, so that's why, you know, you have to be patient. Things don't happen right away. Things you don't, you, you don't, you can't have uh, immediate gratification all the time, even though the kids today don't realize that, um, you know, the fact You're is correct. that, <laughs> <laughs> you know, so I, I, the fact is, is I took it and I put it on the shelf, even though I had everything and I waited. Um, about a year later, not even, I wound up getting a couple of, of interns that came in and started working with me because I, I opened up uh, Hound Comics and Hound Entertainment Group. I had my um, I had my corporate offices and I had my showroom. And so they were working for me and, um, you know, and, and they had a radio background. They did it mm-hmm. in school and so forth. I was like, hey, you know, what would you think about, you know, maybe doing a, a show together? And they were like sounds interesting why not let's let's have a conversation so uh one day after hours we sat around a microphone in the middle of 
uh, the office, you know, an empty desk where everybody was already out. We were on a main road. You heard the cars whizzing by outside. Uh, you know, it was, it was uh, you know, a very interesting situation. But the hour went by and we go, all right, this is something. And uh, the Grindhouse Radio was born, brother. Uh, we were an hour show for the first six to eight months. And then uh, iHeart at the time didn't just have anybody on iHeart. Um, iHeart called us and and recruited us, and we mm-hmm. were featured on iHeart, and um, you know, and that's when we went to a two hour uh, show, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, about another six months after that, I started dealing with um, you know, the people that wanted to start sponsoring and, and advertising with us, and right. you know, and and the rest is history. So the Grindhouse Radio uh, was born, and uh, since then. Just, mm-hmm. just to, if you want to, if I, if I can remind you, I said that, what, what am I going to do? If you don't want to help me do it, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it better. Do better. So <laughs> for four years straight, four years straight, we won best radio station on Long Island for four years straight over all the terrestrial radio stations. Mm. A two hour show once a week, a podcast. So what do you call it? Uh, we beat all of them all of them not that they're not good but just just a little bit better Mm. yeah (laughs) i'd love i I love that i love the fact that you when you want when you do something you want to be the best at it i like that yeah i like that at least at least try you know what i'm saying yeah or at least attempt to do it yeah at least uh, you know but do it the right way you know Mm -hmm. um you know and and uh, and if you're going to do something you know aside from first of all if you can do something do it right Uh, second of all be committed three right give back you know what I mean? Give back to the community in 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 every which way possible. Give back to the community that that you're involved in in terms of you know if you're a podcaster, give back to the podcast community, musician, mm-hmm. give back to the musician, the music community, uh, an actor, give back to the acting community. But also on the humanity side, you know the community itself. Help those those what do you call the people that are less fortunate? Um, you know, be be a part of charities. Go and spend some time. Show some love. Give a little bit of 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 yourself to them. I'm not saying go give them money. You know, you don't have mm-hmm. money to give. Give them a little bit of time. Time is money. People mm-hmm. will appreciate that. You know, like uh, you know, I, I've been not that I needed the honor, but I mean, we got a 2020 um, New York State Senate Award from uh, Senator Kevin Thomas. Uh, who's now a good friend of mine after over the years we've gotten to know each other. And um, it was for the, the contributions that we made in the community. When when mm-hmm. COVID hit, um, I said, we need to do something. I heard that the local food pantries were, were out um, and, and they were having a problem. And you've got these kids, especially the, the families that have kids that are in school that rely on school meals to feed, you know what I mean? Their kids, mm-hmm. you know, and, and to make sure they have a balanced meal. And uh, I said, we can't, you know, the schools are shut down. We can't let these kids go hungry. We can't let people go hungry. So between the Grindhouse Radio and then I contacted my people over at Walmart and, you know, and so forth. And I was like, hey, I need to I need to get some things together. And uh, everybody jumped to it. We, we did a nice chunk of of money that was was put down. And uh, we I went there personally and I did all the shopping for them and delivered all the food and uh, supplies. Mm. So when I say give back give back you know what i mean you know uh time effort 
it's 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 all about you know giving back and you know what not only are you doing good for someone else you're gonna feel good about it you know what yeah. i mean mm-hmm. and i didn't do i don't do it to get an award i didn't do it to get the, the nobody knew i didn't call the news i didn't call you know other people go oh look i just gave a check for this much money <laughs> but, yeah, all right well that's very nice you know the, obviously we know what you're looking for um you know there was there were no news. There was no nothing. The only thing I did was I did on my Instagram. I posted um, a couple of pictures and a video. Uh, and I said, I want to try to urge all of you to go out and do the same type of a thing. Please go out there and and help other people. And that was the mm-hmm. message I wanted. Not pat me on the back for doing this. That's not what I want. I want you to go out and do it too. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, I so, totally know what you mean. So that's why the Grindhouse was born. That's how that's how I did it, and that's and that's where you know uh, you know kind of where I am right now. I, I you know I do the Grindhouse. Uh, you know I'm, I do all the business for the Grindhouse. Mm-hmm. I have my partners. Um, you know, and we we do our thing. You know, every week, and uh, you know we we have some of the biggest names in the industry on, and you know ninety five percent of them I'm I'm honored to to call my friends that you know have. They jump on the show, be- not just because we have a big audience, but because, um, you know, they they uh, are a friend of mine. You know what I mean? And they trust yeah. me. So. We'll be right back with more Brimstone on the other side. First step Curry. Tim Anderson. Jordan Alvarez. And it's caught. Debo Samuel with the catch. Michael Jordan can sense. The throw just got the king. BS3 Network. The hottest of hot takes. The coldest of cold hard facts. This is Snowman in the Morning with Gold Johnson. Weekdays at 8 a.m. Eastern. Check your local listings for your viewing and listening pleasure. This is a BS3 Network presentation. Politics. They'll write the law, but they'll enforce it differently. Is that going to apply both ways? Religion. God never said that we can't reason together. Matter of fact, he said, let us sit and reason together. Relationship. I believe that everybody wants and needs somebody. From a man's perspective. They say, girls, if I put some polish on that and get him to some, buy some different clothes, girl, he could be a winner, winner, chicken dinner. Join the thought engineer. There's nothing wrong with me developing my piece and you developing your piece, but understand the goal is to come together. And comedian John Yogi. Negro, I don't need you putting on no chapstick up there in the pool pit. You do that over there in your chair. Get ready for. Live every Monday at 7 p.m. Central. You want to watch these interviews commercial free? Well, now you can. 
Revelations is on Patreon. Become a patron today. Actor, voiceover, actor, former wrestler, and serial entrepreneur, along with radio personality and and CEO of the Grand House Radio, Brimstone joins me here on Revelations. He has opened the he's opened the way. He has taken that flight in ascension. He has given us the reason why he is the way he is, and now it is time to bring it all to light. Now, all of us shine in a unique way, and obviously you, sir, shine in a unique way yourself. Now, you have so many business interests, uh, interests it's, it is crazy to think of and, and conceive. You have interests in food, in gaming, in toys, and you've mentioned you're in, <laughs> you're in radio as well, along with other ventures as well. What businesses? What businesses would you avoid becoming an owner or a partial owner of in any form? Uh I mean, I don't know. Um, I kind of done a little bit of everything. You know, there's there's not necessarily. Uh, all right, one thing that I wouldn't do. I wouldn't do anything drug related. Um, mm-hmm. You know, even even I, I would. No, probably wouldn't even do anything that's legal, but nothing drug related. I don't, I'm not into the whole weed thing. Uh, mm-hmm. No offense to the people that are. I mean, you're more than welcome to do whatever you want to do uh, mm-hmm. with your own bodies. It's just not something I'm into. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't support any of the CBD stuff, whether it's amazing for people or not. I just don't do it. Um, you know, I've been asked countless times uh, to do, you know, some kind of CBD oils and, um, and I just, I can't do it. It just, it's not something that I want to support. Um, you know, I, I've done a little bit of everything. I even had a novelty item in the adult industry. I mean, that was my, mm-hmm. one of my first products, you know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. um, I, I, yeah, I mean, I, I would do pretty much almost anything that's legal and fun, mm-hmm. <laughs> so, you know, mm-hmm. if it's, if it's, if it's going to be something that's, that's fun and interesting and people will enjoy and I'll enjoy bringing into the universe, then let's do it. You have interests in horror, mm-hmm. yet you also write children's books. Mm-hmm. Uh, how do you properly and successfully tap into each of those creative sides? Well, they're all different genres. And at the end of the day, um, you know, one, you study the genre. Two, you you study what you're going to do before you do it. You should be a student of whatever lessons you want to teach. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, because you can't never become a teacher until you're a student and you never stop being a student. So you always want to build, you want to grow, you want to learn uh, whatever you are, you're getting involved in and, and engaging yourself in. And, um, you know, in terms of, of horror, I mean, you know, the Brimstone of the Borderhounds book, like the comic, isn't, it's, it's horror, sci-fi, religion, but it's not religion like in a bad way uh, or, or, or a good way. It's just, 
comic book stuff. Um, right. And uh, what do you call it? It's just everything kind of mashed up all in one. And, uh, you know, yeah, it does have the horror side to it. And, you know, the, the fact of the matter is, is there are a lot of people that read the comic that also have children. And one thing that I always found awesome in, in, you know, with my kids growing up is that, you know, we could share characters that are iconic, like the Hulk, Spider-Man, Captain America, Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman. You know what I mean? We know these names. We love these names. Mm -hmm. Well, for the readers of the Brimstone and the Borderhounds, you know, uh, comic book, I wanted the parents that had that were reading the comic to be able to vibe with the same characters that the kids were reading. You know what I'm saying? Because, Mm -hmm. you know, you want to see and you think, you know, as the kids books, what are you thinking? Berenstein Bears, Clifford, you know what I mean? Things like that, the big red dog, stuff like that. You know, why not have the kids book that is shaped just like and familiar you know, as, as the Berenstein Bears, and I did that on purpose to make mm-hmm. sure it was the same size so it fits in their hands the same way the other books do mm-hmm. and uh, very familiar. And they can now vibe with the same characters that their parents do. And they can say, oh, Little Brim did this, but we're now we're, we're learning a lesson. You know what I mean? And blah, blah, yeah. blah. And, and now it all kind of works together. Now, the other side of all of that now, and, and that's mm-hmm. that's why I, you know, I'm able to do both in that that scenario right now here's the other thing guy like the rock okay mm-hmm. guy like the rock he does stuff where he's foul-mouthed and he does stuff where he's on disney you know what That's i mean right. so right. you there's a separation there just because there's you know you have uh you can have an audience that kind of comes in and out of everything as long as you are a responsible person and a responsible human being when you're offset and off camera you know what i mean um i feel that you can vibe with different audiences so Mm -hmm. yes i can go and do a horror convention i can also go and do a kids convention i can also go do you know a wrestling convention i could Mm -hmm. also go do you know a a um you know a sporting event you know what i'm saying like you could do different things and and you know and and kind of mesh nicely in and out of all of these different genres um you know I, I, I have always enjoyed working that fine line. Uh, actor, voice actor, owner, radio personality, author, wrestler, well, now former wrestler, amongst so many other interests. Which one of those are you most proud to have achieved? Um, what do you call it? The, my biggest achievement mm-hmm. is my family, my kids. My wife, um, you know, that is that's my biggest achievement. Everything else is just, you know, uh, topping on the cake. You know what I mean? Or on the mm-hmm. on the ice cream. You know what I mean? Like uh, I do it all for my family, you know, and some of it is my ego, some of it. But, you know, but I do it for my family because I want to leave a legacy for my family that even when after I'm gone, you know, they'll be able to look back and go, you know what? You know, our dad was was awesome and and he did so much not just for himself not just for us but for other people um you know i want my wife to be able to to go to bed with me at night being proud of me knowing that you know i did everything in my power to to make sure that our family was was taken care of and um you know for my fans you know i i you know i want to make sure to leave a legacy that that you know they're going to love and respect and and appreciate you know and uh that's that man everything else you know what 
I've, I, you know, I loved music. I stopped doing music, not because I didn't love it, just because, you know, I, I did what I had to do there. And yeah, I can always go back, but the you know, same thing with wrestling, you know, and, you know, the voice work and, and the radio, you never know. Maybe one day that'll stop too. Who knows? But at the end of the day, I could always pick it back up and, and, and enjoy it for what it is. And, and um, I don't love any one more than the other. Each one has its own genesequa to it. You know what I mean? Like uh, wrestling and, and the drumming. I loved the fact that I was being able to be physical. I loved my, the physical aspects of it. I love the, the charisma and the, the attitude and the, you know, like the, the drive to be in the ring or behind the drum kit, you know, and in front of a, a crowd of thousands of people, you know what I mean? Up and, and down to a crowd of 50 people, you know what I mean? And, and mm-hmm. just vibing off other people. But I get that same vibe when I'm doing this with you, I'm working off your energy. And, right. you know, when I'm doing the grindhouse and, and or my dirty little secrets club, I do with Dana, uh, what do you call, it, which is another great show. And, and, and I do with Alex, I do with Embroom skin. And I, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's the, it's the energy I get from the other people is right. similar, even though it's a smaller grouping of people or a one-on-one type of position. It's the same energy, just slightly different than I did when, when I was wrestling and you know what I'm saying? And, yeah. you know, yeah. you're just working with, so for everything, everything is great, but you know, the answer to your question is mm-hmm. family is, you know, my biggest accomplishment. <clears throat> you couldn't have nailed that any better. perfect 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 yes and i agree that is your biggest achievement by far although you don't know my you don't know my kids they're a little bit (laughs) i'm just just messing with you i have great kids Author, voice over actor, serial entrepreneur, but most of all, and most importantly, husband and father. Brimstone joins me on Revelations. And now we come to the time and the part of the show we call Plug Tuning. And I think my man knows where that comes from. And this is where we have our guest, him or her, in this case, him, get to actually plug whatever they want so they can promote whatever they want without any interruption from me so uh brimstone the floor is yours well i mean you know the the best place to find out anything about me is uh, my official website therealbrimstone.com uh if you what do you call it so you go there you can find all my social media um everything about me pretty much almost everything that i do and i have done is up there not everything but a lot of a lot of of information is there um you know the uh the place i spend the most time on social media is instagram at the real brimstone it's verified you'll know it's me um what do you call it if you go to um any of your social media that uses gifts if you use at ghr or uh, put in brimstone 95 percent of the time you're going to get me um so what do you call it so you can use me in your gifts and uh you know always feel free to tag me if you do i love to see it and uh yeah man what do you call it uh catch me on the grindhouse radio 7 p.m eastern standard time every single thursday night uh, it's when the new episodes drop. Uh, Tuesdays is a big day because Within Brim Skin is always out. And uh, mm-hmm. 
Also, what do you call it? Uh, Dirty Little Secrets Club comes out. And uh, that's a little bit more of a risque show, Dirty Little Secrets Club. And with Imbrim Skin, I'm a little bit more of a, a mouthier cat. So <laughs> just beware before you tune into those things. Mm. Well, we will have all of that information in show, show notes and in the content area as well. And uh, we are so thankful that we had you on the show, man. Uh, author, voiceover actor, actor serial entrepreneur overall good guy brimstone joining me on revelations thank you sir very much i appreciate it pleasure to be here honor and a privilege and uh can't wait to meet you in person brother likewise likewise judge a book by its cover if i judged the book of brimstone based on appearances alone i would have been turned off by him however getting to know this man was a pleasure and a learning experience it's a treat to be pleasantly surprised by meeting someone and it pays to keep an open mind after all you never know how blessed you might be because of it the bible says A man who has friends must show himself friendly, but there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. One of the greatest parts of having an interviewing platform like this is you get to meet different personalities. When you connect with somebody, it makes having a platform like this worthwhile. Getting to know a guy who has so many different interests is a joy all its own. And now I get to call Brimstone a friend of mine. Many thanks to Brimstone for giving us his perspective on life. And why don't you join us here every Tuesday on YouTube where you see a different person being interviewed by yours truly each and every week. For changing the world one conversation at a time. I'm Cole Johnson, and this has been Revelations. tuning into revelations to download this episode go to acast and type revelations for apparel go to spring and type revelations music by lakey inspired (laughs) 